Well, we've reached another Friday. This time, the 25th of February. We had another winning day yesterday, 6-2. and two. And we had winning uh, day in both basketball and in hockey. Let me just pull up those results here. So, yeah, 2-1 and one in, in um, hockey. We got the Rangers and the, and the Predators. And then the Florida game was all wrong. We needed the parlay, a same-game parlay. We had two happiness plays for an equal of one bet. We needed to be, well, it wasn't all wrong. We needed over five and a half, and it was way over that. And then we just, we needed Florida to win, though, and they didn't they didn't show up. So, But still profitable there, up like two-thirds of a unit between the juice on that one. And then in uh, college hoops, yeah, that was actually pretty good. Four and one. Uh, missed a total on South Dakota KC by a few points. We got the under on SEMO and UTM and the over on North Texas and USM. And we got Middle Tennessee and the under. So it was all good. So let's get into it today then. So today for college basketball, we've got Penn State at home versus Northwestern. Penn State's an easy, clear winner here. It's going to be one unit on Penn State minus one and a half. Don't have any fear there. I, I prefer the under as well, but I'm, I'm just not going to take it. Unders have been pretty good. My whatever system I'm this year, the thing is it changes a lot. I'm, I'm using every system that I use. I continue to monitor each year. So you start with the same system and then adjust as you go. And it seems like the uh, unders are winning this year and the overs are not for the most part. Yesterday being two unders as winners and and over as a winner, and then over as a loser. So there you go. Um, actually, it's good to notice the other games I had. I mentioned two. I liked Indiana, that one. I liked the uh, Robert Morris-North Kentucky game over that one, but I also liked Robert Morris plus 10. They lost by 12, I think, so that was a loser. These are not plays. These are leans or watches. Uh, IPFW plus the points. That went out right, so that was good. Cal Santa Barbara, yep, that was good. Oregon, yep, that was good, but over, not good. That was a loser. And then Pepperdine, under, was a loser. So the other totals that didn't get played were two two overs and an under. The over was a winner, and the uh, other two splits. So, yeah, I mean, it's mixed mixed bag there. But anyway, so Penn State, minus one and a half. Uh, I liked Richmond minus three, but I decided I don't like it enough to put any real money on it, so no. Iowa minus 13. I, I almost didn't play it because I really wanted to play Iowa minus 11. I don't like 13, but ultimately I decided that once you get into the double digits, you don't know what's going to happen, and obviously the market agrees with what I'm thinking there. So I'll roll with the market. Iowa minus 13 over Nebraska. Nebraska sucks bad this year. The mayor, Fred Fred there, uh, <laughs> he was a heck of a college player. He did some damage in the pros, I guess, but he's not coaching to that level yet. All right, and then Coastal Carolina, Arkansas, Little Rock. This is the same scenario. I wanted it at six and a half. It's now eight, Coastal Carolina by eight. I'm taking it. Uh, again, it could be a play I don't make. One could argue, and I've addressed this to my in my own analysis, that, hey, if I did 4-1 yesterday, maybe I've got a little irrational exuberance and I'm playing games that I wouldn't play. But I have canceled Richmond. I have canceled the Penn State game under. 
And I also liked Iowa under, but I don't think that makes any sense. I think Iowa's probably scoring 90 here. So that would have been a bad idea. So I, I wouldn't even call that a lean. I, thought, I think I'd call that stupidity. Uh, my numbers say it's under, but common sense said it's not. Um, so yeah, Iowa, Coastal Carolina, Penn State. That's it for college basketball. For NBA, I'm going to play two, two games, and they are going to be half units. By the way, the Iowa and Coastal Carolina, obviously not full units or half units because they're marginal wins. Uh, NBA, half units. Philadelphia, minus 2.5 over Minnesota. San Antonio, minus 3 over Washington. They just barely fit the parameters to play. I do want to get back in on the NBA. Um, yesterday, yesterday was interesting. I believe I mentioned five plays. Yeah, I did. I mentioned five plays that I was going to look at as potential. All f uh, Four out of five of them won. Four out of five of them were the right side. Ultimately, and again, I'll say this, I did not play any of them. When it came right down to it, I decided that none of them were good enough, and the only one that I thought might be good enough was the Oklahoma State game, but not the total. That's the one that lost, by the way, but not the side. I, I thought the total was the right side. I believe I was going under on that. I didn't play it. Did not play it. That was a loser. So the only one that I thought might be good enough to play would not have won. Uh, the ones that were initially... The, and again, it's not just an eyeball. It's you know, the cursory review of statistics and analysis said those five were were playable uh, pending further review. And the initial snapshot was a four in one day, but none of them got played. Whatever that's worth to you, you know, it's just it's just the analysis that goes into it. And so today we're going with Philadelphia and San Antonio. Now hockey is a whole different ball game. The uh, dogs have been doing well lately. I think I was talking a little bit about that I made a mistake in the Edmonton game. I went 4-1 and one that day. At the Edmonton game, I think I was pushing too hard for an underdog. And I addressed it, uh, you know, that it showed value. And, and then I felt like I shouldn't have played it. Again, further thinking on that, because you've got to spend some time on what you lose more than what you win, to be quite frank. Um, I had the previous two or three days I've been calling the upsets and not playing them. Um, I just felt like I needed to get that dog in there and it wasn't the right thing. Today, I don't think the dog, I don't, yesterday there was a big dog day. Florida obviously was a loser. What was the other one? Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was a huge, those were the two biggest favorites of the day and they both got swallowed up. That's not going to happen today. It's a favorite day today. Very, extremely comfortable in that today. Very, very comfortable in the favorites today. Here's what I'm playing. I'm playing Carolina at home on the puck line, minus 135. I'm playing St. Louis at home on the puck line, minus 120. I'm playing Colorado at home on the puck line, minus 115. I'm playing Vegas on the road on the puck line, minus 105. So it's Carolina over Columbus by two or more, St. Louis over Buffalo by two or more, Colorado over Winnipeg by two or more, Vegas over Arizona by two or more. These things look like stone-cold killers to me. The only thing you got to look, look for is that Vegas and Colorado play each other, play each other next on short route. That Well, they're both in the same disadvantage there, but they're both going to be looking ahead to that game. Both will, could potentially overlook respectively Winnipeg and Arizona Coyotes. 
That being said, Winnipeg on the road will not beat Colorado, and Arizona at home won't beat many people, and they will not beat Vegas by any stretch of the imagination. So I'm taking all four in the puck line. Additionally, as a flyer, I'm taking a four-leg parlay at plus 225 for a full half unit on this. And I'm going to sign out here uh, for the picks, and then I'm going to proceed right on without a pause in the math of parlays and the good, bad, and the ugly of it. I've, I've done this at least once a month for the full first season of 200 plus episodes and now this this will be the first time of the second season so feel free to uh, tune out disconnect flip me off whatever feels good Um, I don't play a lot of parlays you know that I play the same game parlays because they're correlated and it's a cash cow it's 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 either either there's dumb play being done in those same game parlays and the book's making money on it, or they're going to stop doing it. One of the two is going to happen. If they're making money on it, more people are going to do it, and I freaking love that. Unreal. Uh, by the way, I don't have any same-game parlays today because I don't feel comfortable about any of these totals. Not not one bit comfortable. I, I think you could be as, as likely to get a 4-1 to one win for your puck line as you could get a 6-4 to four or 7-3 to three or something on basically, to, to a large degree, all the games. Um, obviously some more than others. Obviously I have some opinions on totals. The only ones that had opinions on totals were New Jersey and Chicago under, Anaheim and LA Kings over, and I felt zero confidence in either one of those, so there's no cash involved. All right, so feel free to turn off here. And I'm going to talk about these, these parlays and the math of such. Now, don't play parlays. This is, this is me in the soapbox, okay? Don't you listen to what you want to listen to. Parlays aren't necessarily a disadvantage on the betting itself. Now, some books will penalize you once you get to four four legs or longer. They won't pay true odds. But they're paying true odds up to that point. All, I've, I've not seen any books, three and two leg parlays, that aren't paying fair odds. People say don't pay play parlays because it's, they're killing you. No, they're not. So let me look at, let me, let me, explain this four-leg parlay today. This is a number of hours ago when I was looking at this, but Carolina was a minus 330 favorite. These are full game money lines. St. Louis minus 310, Colorado minus 275, and Vegas minus 260. Now, you can do this number with whatever you want. You can say 100 bucks for nice even math. You can say 1,000. You can say $16.93. It doesn't matter how you do it. The math is always the same. So let's use $100 for simple math. You bet $100 on the parlay of all four of those teams. At those odds, you're going to get a plus 225 bet, meaning you win $225, and you keep your 100 so you get paid $325 in that. Seems good. Um, but, of course, you have to win all four of them. That doesn't seem good at all. If it's a coin flip... The chances of winning all four are only 1 in 16. I better be getting a lot more than plus 225. Okay, that's why we have favorites here. Now, let's say you bet each one individually. This is, this is, this is crazy. And if you, don't, if, you, if you have time, get a pen out. If you don't, try to analyze in your head. Whatever you want to do, but they're the same payout. There's no penalty on this. Bet 100 bucks 
at minus 330 on Carolina. You will make $30.30. So you'll now have $130.30. But here's the thing with parlays. It's the very name of it. You're parlaying the, the profits from one bet into the next bet and so, so on and so forth. So you're really not... You're not betting each bet individually, and you can order them however you want, the least likely to win to the most or vice versa. But you're essentially taking your winnings from one bet and became, it's becoming an if proposition bet. If this bets, put everything on the next bet. If that wins, put everything on the next bet. That's how a parlay works, You obviously. I mean, again, you know you have to win all of them, but you're, it's not some magical formula on how you pay out. They're just taking the profits from pick A and putting it into pick B, etc. So you now have $130.30. You put that on St. Louis at minus 310. The winnings for that plus your original 130.30 will give you $172.33. You take the 172.33 and, and put it all on Colorado at minus 275, giving you, including the profits and original bet, $234.99. Put that entire 234.99 on Vegas at minus 260, and including profits and original bet, you now have $325.37. Now, what was the parlay? It was plus 225. What's the payout? Including the original $100, it's $325. There is no difference. By the way, that was there was a fraction in there. They actually pay out a fraction. It was the 37. There is absolutely no penalty in this book for a four-leg parlay. Now always be careful. Do you can do your you can do your analysis on this to see which books are giving you full true odds and which ones aren't. This happened to be DraftKings I was looking at at the time. And there's other ones that do it the correct way. They don't try to jam you up on that. But so you're exactly the same payout if you put a hundred bucks on one of the first games and you parlay all the profits into the sex second, third, and fourth. There is no penalty in how you play it. You are buying each of these games at those prices. So again, we say to ourselves, well, that's too expensive. I don't want to pay that. I'm going to put it in a parlay. Well, the parlay neither is an advantage or a disadvantage. It doesn't penalize you to parlay it. The question is, did you want to bet that much in each game? Did you really mean to bet $234.99 on Vegas? I don't think you did. If you're on a you know, $100 bet. If you're a $1,000 better, then obviously you do that. If you're a $10 better, you definitely didn't want to do that. If you're a flat better and you're betting $100 a game, well, the only game you bet right was Carolina. Then you bet too much in St. Louis and too much in Colorado and more than double your desire bet on Vegas. So, now what's the advantages of the, of the parlay? Really, there is not a lot. It's, I, I put a parlay out there for people who like that action and it's fun for them. There is no advantage of doing the parlay other than the fact that if you have no money in your bankroll, you can put it out there. Now, that's how sports books make money. Barstool got rich by focusing on players on parlays because the odds are significantly less to win all four games and to win individual games. It's just that simple. So how do you do this differently? Well, we already know that you're risking, what are you, you're risking 230, 
302, no, 230, 376, 610 essentially, 611. You're betting, let's see, you know what, just call it 600. You're betting $600 in, you know, it's change on that, but 600 bucks in these games. So that's a lot. You could do it differently. If you want to do, you could do 150 on each. Now, again, here, here's some logic behind this, what I'm, I'm trying to explain here, and I hope I'm not too much circular garbage where you're hitting your radio and telling me to F off. But, again, $100 four-leg parlay. You're really putting at risk over $600. And that's why when people do this math and say, well, look, if they're not paying you true odds, it should be 7 to 1, and they're not giving you 7 to 1. That's because of the amount of money you're betting. You're not betting 100. You're betting over 600. So if you bet over 600, they're going to take over $60 or $63 in VIG out of that. So now you're taking $63 out of a $100 bet in theory. Okay? So, uh, oh, by the way, no, that's, I'm wrong on that. 7 to 1 is the three-leg parlay. So um, I don't want to all of a sudden sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. That's, I don't play a lot of parlays. I just don't. It doesn't make sense to me to do that, and I'm trying to explain why I do that. But anyway, so you're you're building in the juice of each game, and that's how that's how it plays out. Okay. Now, so what you could do, you know, typically when people are saying, "All right, I'm not going to bet my one unit on Carolina because I'm really risking three units," you're, you're risking three point three or three hundred thirty dollars to win a hundred. So if you lose, you win. You lose 3.3. You have to win three games for every game you lose to break even on a 300 bet, 300 uh, minus 300 game. If they're all minus 300, that's exactly what you have to do. You win 100, you win 100, you win 100, you lose 300, you're dead even, and you won three out of four games. All right. So if you want to do it this way, you still have to find value. Is Carolina going to win three out of four times? against their opponent, Columbus. Some people today are saying no, because Carolina or Columbus is so hot. I'm contrarian on this one. Carolina at home is going to stuff Columbus in the dumpster today. So no thank you uh, for the Columbus play on that. There's a lot of people playing Columbus and Columbus puck line, reverse puck line, you know, plus one and a half. Goodbye to your money, as far as I'm concerned. St. Louis over Buffalo, <laughs> it's a joke. St. Louis will definitely win three out of four times. Colorado over Winnipeg, absolutely three out of four times. Vegas over Arizona, excuse me, but three out of four times is a joke. So these are all true value. They're all they're all valuable plays. The only one that the market would disagree with me on to some degree is Columbus. That being said, the line is still over minus 300. It's minus 330, so the market's... These sports books are not disagreeing with me. They believe that's the highest chance of winning. I believe St. Louis and Carolina there. Now, all that being said, let's look at the odds of success in a four-team parlay. If you're flipping a coin four times and you want to get four, you know, one side of the head is one side of the coin is a W, one side of the coin is an L, the chances of getting four W's is one in 16. One, you know, you can do one, you can do 0.5 times to the power of four times by point, time, times 0.5 times 0.5 times 0.5. 
and you come up with 0 0.0625. Or you can just do the fractions, one half times one half is one quarter, times one half is one eighth, times one half is one sixteenth. I like to do, I like to deal with fractions, that's what I've always liked. Even back with the stock market was always fractional. Now you gotta weight this coin. Let's just pretend they're all minus 300 odds, just for simplification. Now the chances of four W's becomes almost 32%. So, 32%, let's, for the sake of easy math, let's call it 33 and a third percent. That means you'll win one out of three times. What's the true odds on one out of three times? Will that be plus 200 if you were to win, or minus 200 if you want to lose that? So, on a four-leg parlay with, uh, with exactly 33% chance of winning, the odds should be plus 200. We're getting plus 225, but we're also getting 31.64 odds on that. So, it's pretty close to fair value on that whole scenario. Now, what are the other opportunities for payouts here? What are the chances you lose all four? Well, it's about a third of 1%, 0.39, or uh, you can, again, you can use it in a fraction. That would be four-tenths of one out of a hundred or four out of a thousand, so not likely. What are the chances of winning only one out of four? There are 16 combinations on this, by the way. There are one chance out of 16 to win all of them, one chance out of 16 to lose all of them. There is a four sixteenth chance, or one quarter if you want to reduce it, of winning three out of four. Uh, a four chance, this is, a, and again, I want, I'm doing this on coin flip situations, but there is a four and 16 chance of losing three out of four, and you get a six and 16 chance of getting two out of four. Now you gotta weight that by your percentages. Uh, and again, I think I'm getting too far into the woods out here, but let's, let's, so I'll cut to, I'm, let me just cut to the chase. You have 30, I'm gonna round these up, 32% chance of winning all four. You have a 42% chance of getting three out of four, which means leaves you with 74% chance of three out of four or better. Now, as you clarify, I'm going to get further into the woods here. What is the profit potential on these? Well, betting individually, betting individually. So I'm doing the each game of the, each of these games. This is not the parlay. Now we're talking about this is each individual game at the minus 300s. So the chance of winning all four, 32%, you're going to win two units, right? Under the scenario I was talking about of betting $150, you're gonna, you're gonna win 50 in this, in this uh, scenario, this fantasy scenario, you're, you're, that's a $100 unit. You're betting a unit and a half to win a half unit. So you're risking six units to win two units, okay? Um, so you're gonna do one and a half on each game. So you're winning all four, you just won two units. What if you win three out of four? Well, you're one and a half units up, one and then one and a half units down, so you're even. So you have a 64%, what did I say, 40, you have a 74% chance of breaking even or winning money. That's not too bad. But what happens if you win two out of four? Well, now you've already lost money. Two out of four, 
you're down three units and up one unit, so you're down two units. What if you lose three out of four? Well, you're up a you're up a half unit and down four and a half, so you're down four units. And of course, you lose all four, you're down six units. So anyway, 74% chance of breaking even or winning money. Then you have a 14, you have a 21% chance of splitting the gains, meaning you lose the two units. You have a 4.68, 4.68% chance of losing three out of four in that fraction of a percent of losing all four. So, I mean, value is value. If you find value on a game, it just doesn't matter what the price is. All this talk about never take a game over minus 200. And I've talked to you, and you know this, I rare, very rarely do. It's not because there's value or not value there. It's because most of the time there's not value to bet that much because of aberrations in games. You just don't know what's going to happen. I'm not afraid of spending that kind of money. I also am cognizant of the fact that people are worried, well, yeah, anybody can win all the time if they take the heavy favorites. Well, no, they can't. If they took them yesterday, they won't, they're not going to be able to come back from that. 400 plus and 380 plus odds or minus odds. It's going to take you a month to come back from that for most people. They may never come back from that. They already, they're already depositing more money. These games today have positive value. That being said, they could all lose. There's a 4 in 1,000 chance of that that they'll all lose based on how their price of the sports book. Ignore everything I've said about what I think is going to win. If you just look at the pricing of the sports books, the sports books think there's a 4 in 1,000 chance or 1 in 250 chance that all four could lose. And they're pricing in the idea that there's about a 32% chance that all four can win. That's just how it is. That's the odds. And I obviously think it's more than that. I think that the price, the true price on Carolina, and this is crazy because you don't see these, but I think the true price on Carolina should be closer to 400. I think the true price on St. Louis should be about minus 450, believe it or not. This is just to win the game, overtime included. Colorado over Winnipeg today, I think is minus 600. And, and Vegas over Arizona, I think is about minus 475. It's value shopping. I'm at the dollar, I'm at the dollar store buying value, okay? You know, this is, or you can look at the other opposite direction and say you're getting you're getting the Mercedes and you're paying for a Taurus. All right? It, it's just that's what's got coming on today. I know that was rambling. I don't create scripts. This is the only thing that was prepared today was I wrote down these numbers on a piece of scratch paper as I was analyzing everything. There's no reason for me to just put this in a book or put this on, on a spreadsheet is what I'm saying, is what I mean. Um, it's, it's important to stop getting misinformation, whether it's the, the talking morons on TV, whether it's the YouTube folks. It's few and far between where you can get good common sense. And the common sense, if you want to break it down into rules here, is very simple. You buy on value. It doesn't matter what the price is. But number, so, that, so that's number one. 1A, the caveat to that is make sure you understand the value of it. Don't just take favorites because they might not be valuable. I didn't take Pittsburgh at all yesterday. I was scared off. I'm scared in that Pittsburgh game. I had no interest in it. That was good to be scared. 
I did take Florida as part of the same game parlay, but I did not take them at minus 420 or whatever it was. I put it in the same game parlay, tied in with an over, five and a half, which came in easily, so that I could get the odds down. One of the half unit bets was even money, the other one was minus 165, um, both of which lost. But if I would have bet Florida on that, because I was obviously very confident that they would win the game, I was not confident enough. It was not good value. It was not good value at minus 400 and up and worse. It was significantly good value to lock in an over five and a half and win the game. It just didn't come through. But I would do that bet again, everything being equal. If I do that same thing, Florida at home, with the record they have at home, you give me that 100 times, that exact same bet, exact same opponent, I love that bet. I love that bet. I win that bet four out of five times, and the average juice was minus 133 between the two. So I don't need to win 80% of my games at minus 133 to make a boatload of money on that. So hopefully that makes some sense, and anybody else obviously that didn't like this has already tuned off an hour and a half ago. But you know, do your own research on these parlays. Plug the numbers into your books. You'll see what I'm saying. It's just an if-then proposition. This misinformation is just sickening out there with parlays. The reason you don't do parlays is because people that do them are trying to make a killing with a minimal bankroll, and you will go bankrupt on that. If you do it wisely, you can play the parlay, or you can play them individually, and there's no penalty as such. I prefer to play them individually so that if you win three out of four, you break even rather than losing your bet. That's how I play it. You can see that if you if you hadn't if you hadn't listened to the end, then all you heard was play this parlay at plus two twenty-five. You didn't get penalized. Anybody that didn't listen didn't get penalized for that. It may not win. I think it will. Best of luck.